Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the copy of a, I'm going to say like a weirdly themed uh, villain in the first place, Mike. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, I have some bad things to say about you. Uh, no, that's fine. I mean, that's our entire OK Crusader relationship. That's fine. I'm just saying this is like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. So, um, are you are you ready to to talk about Hobgoblin One? It's I mean, one. of course. The that's first the name one. of my Star Wars ship. So, Hobgoblin. What what do you know about Hobgoblin? Um, it's kind of hit or miss. Mostly uh, from the '90s cartoon. He was the not Green Goblin, Green Goblin, and then as a big fan of Spectacular Spider-Man, he was kind of a similar not Green Goblin. Um, basically, everything I know about Hobgoblin is he's not the Green Goblin. Um, he's also played by James Franco in the Tobey Maguire films. So he's played so by yeah, Mark Hamill in the '90s cartoons in oh. a basically proto Joker voice. Well, well, today, um, we are going to be talking about the first Hobgoblin. There mm-hmm. are multiple Hobgoblins. Are we going to talk about the Shaw Goblin? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the look I'm, I'm familiar with. He's uh, orange with uh, with with blue. I mean, He's I like don't know if, if I a would... scarecrow and a Twi'lek from Star Wars had a baby. Yeah, and and okay. So, would you call these again with the boots? Why? Why do you show me the boots every time? I've done this show about four times now, and two at least two of the times you've just showed me the boots. Well, I just want your opinion. Are those pirate boots? Are those just spooky pirate boots? Listen, Tarantino. I don't want to know about your weird feet thing. Okay, your weird pirate feet. He has pirate boots on. Most you're weird. You're weird. You got this weird pirate feet thing, Tarantino, and I don't okay. need it to be my problem. Is it is it a pirate boot or is it a spooky pirate boot? Yes. It's a spooky pirate boot. That's what I'm saying. Okay, he's orange, has like the scale. Well, I'm sorry, why is it spooky? Because it's orange? Because no, it's no, just no, a pirate it's boot. Pointy. No, it's just pointy. It's just pointy. So, so <laughs> it's spooky because it's pointy. Yep, it's pointy. Also, there's an upturn at the end as well, you know? So he's an elf. He's the no, hob no, no, elf. No, 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 no. We, no, it's, it's not elf. It's it's a pirate boot. But it's so pointy it's with a turn up at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, so it's spooky. Okay. <laughs> that's Good what spooky notes. things were. Where? Were? War? Yes, yes, that's it. Um, But yeah, if you think of Hobgoblin, like, I don't know. Like, if you don't know what Hobgoblin looks like, it's really garish. Like, just blue, like bod- male, like like a scale male bodysuit with uh with orange like hood and everything and like a mask that's like real spooky and uh, spooky pirate boots that you can see on. Is he wearing a mask? Because I was like, it's kind of mask ish, but what I always got was that it was like a much more like responsive. Ma- I guess masks. It always looks like it's his actual face. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so does Spider-Man's like eyes on his mask. They're real responsive, but you know, you know, it's just a flourish. I mean, yeah, those eye 
lips are exactly the same as a fully functioning mouth, Jesse. Yeah, but that's basically <clears throat> the same thing. It's a real responsive mask. It whatever. You just you just say <laughs> you just hate Ramin uh John Ramita Jr. I mean, sure. Yep, I'll, that's I it. Guess. Yep. You you hate you hate those big spidey eyes that are responsive. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Jack Kirby or die. <laughs> yep, you want those John Romita Senior or die? I guess. <laughs> I don't know if Senior ever drew Spider Man. Did he? He was Fantastic Four. No, Senior did Fantastic Four and a bunch of other stuff. I don't think he ever did. Um, I mean, Ditko. I mean, Ditko did didn't have as much. Whatever. Uh, so so yeah, we. Uh, so his real name is Edward. Ned Leeds. Ned is his like middle name. Mm-hmm. I mean, not middle name, but you know, Nickname. because for some reason, like Ed. Oh, oh, wait, no. I don't... Ned is his nom de goblin. Nom de goblin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that would be hobgoblin technically. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, nom de goblin is a great new term that we're all using. Well, there all the kids. Quite... Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, if mm-hmm. you listen to the Green Goblin episode. There's lots of nom de goblins. Did you ever come up with like the official how to find your nom de goblin? Uh, no, I might, I might, you know, let's, make that up. Let's just go ahead right now. We'll take a couple minutes. You can cut it if it's bad. Okay. If you need for time, how how does a person find their nom de goblin? Is it their favorite color, and then the word goblin, or is well, there no, no? Because okay, first off, mm-hmm. goblin has to be in it because every goblin has goblin. Of course, of course. So 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 I think it's gonna be based off of. Okay, Jesse, you're gonna have to make this. I'll make it easy. Okay, here we go. I have I have an idea. Let's just let me throw this out here. Your favorite color, okay. your favorite Halloween costume, because he's a goblin. You know, he throws pumpkins. And there's a slight Halloween theme to him, and then goblin. So I would be the orange Buzz Lightyear goblin. Well, well, okay. So I feel like you need to make it sound vaguely like you could be a goblin in the comic book. So I will say that your favorite color would be the color of exactly the goblin. Yes. It has to be the color. It's it's going to be the color of. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? Not the color. Your favorite color. The color of the shirt you're wearing. Ooh, that's good. That's okay. good. Okay. Okay. Well, see, now it's red. There's already a red goblin. The dance slot run already had a red goblin. I'm wearing a red shirt. Well. Well, you don't have to put red. It's just the the color cloth thing. We're just doing a color swap mostly. It's a palette okay. swap mostly. And the then, color of the shirt you're currently wearing, yeah, definitely. Okay, so that's going to be the the color that they wear, the tunic they wear, and uh, see, see, like I, I like the idea of Hemogoblin being yeah, of one course. of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, being like I feel like we need to come up with a bunch of uh prefixes. And that can be based off of your uh, your birth month. Oh boy. So your favorite color, a prefix based off your birth month, which is now twelve options that we would have to invent. Well And I then mean, goblin. Yeah. It's better than your your birth date. Well yeah, because there's thirty, thirty one, or twenty eight if it's February. Oh, Hemogoblin has to be one of them. Demigoblin. <laughs> oh, we're doing okay. Uh, so no, is that no. January? January. I think it's going to be Hemogoblin, just because I—that's on my mind. 
February is Ecto, like ghosts. Ex- okay, Ecto Goblin, okay, okay. March is um, Greco, like Greek. Greco go- Goblin, okay. Greco Goblin. <laughs> April <laughs> is, um, uh, let's see, Deco, like Art Deco. <laughs> no, we're going too far into the O's. Let's see, a- April, May. May, I'm gonna say, uh... Ant. Ant May. It's a Spider-Man thing. Okay, Ant Goblin. <laughs> Anti-Goblin. Make it Ant- Anti. Anti. Yeah. Perfect, Anti-goblin. perfect. It's the prefer the Goblin. Yep. I got it's it. The, right, right, yeah, you're the Anti-Goblin. You're the opposite. I got it. No, no, no. I was gonna be A-N-T-E. As in, oh, like, Anti-Chamber. No, no, as in anti Anti-Chamber. Right, I think it's a similar. Okay, so we'll do. Do you want to do? Actually, let's do this. Let's do. Um, all right, so let's change it. We're gonna do January is A N T I, because January Janus. Okay. Anti, A N T I, May, A N T E. June will be Hemo. Yeah. Uh, July will be Nemo, like the fictional character. Okay. August. This is my birth month, so I have to be very careful here. Sexy. <laughs> the sexy sexual. <laughs> the sexual goblin. This is okay. just real. Right. real August right. is sexual. Um, <laughs> September. Um, uh, this is harder. Yeah, I know. Uh, religious. Reli- religious goblin, yes. Uh, October. Oh no, uh Sancto Goblin. Sanct Sanctus Goblin. I don't know. Pious. 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 Yes. Pious. <laughs> November. We're almost there. Two more. Um Okay, uh, November. This is how October's well that's October's Halloween. Should we go That should be Ecto. Ecto? Okay. So we'll switch um February will be Pious. So hold on, let me do this and then we'll do so February. Do you want to do you want to suggest pious? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And so, I'd say perma perma goblin. Ooh, perma for November is good. For November, yes. And in true December tradition, baby. Baby baby goblin, yes. Because okay. everyone knows baby comes out. <laughs> well, no, baby New Year. Ba- yeah, baby New That'd Year. Be baby January, Yoda. but still like or ba- old ba- man. Yeah. Well, Old Man Goblin has their Old Man has some connotation in the Marvel universe that I don't know if that's what you're looking. That's the whole universe. <laughs> Universal? No, no, no. I'm gonna say baby. What? What's, I'm what's baby? So, for the record, my goblin, my nom de goblin, would be the orange sex sexual goblin. The orange sexual goblin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Yep. What's well? What's your nom de goblin, Jesse? You got to tell everybody. Well, what? Well, what's what was my, March? <laughs> Greco. So your favorite Gre- color? I will be the goblin. black of the black Greco, Greco goblin. goblin. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever done on this show. Okay, so take a. Okay, so so yeah, we're gonna. I'll make I'll make that into like a meme format thing. Mm-hmm. Fa- alphabet flight do you have do you have a name for your fans um i don't know Alpha- 
alphabet passengers uh, tweet at the show with your nom de goblin. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? So, no, it should be like Omega. O- o- Omega. Well, it's alphabet flight, right? Well, it's based off of like o- o- alpha flight, even though I found them extremely boring. Right. Uh, but it should be like Omega something. Because it was never mind. I I never thought of it. I'm past 500 episodes, getting close to closer That's to fine. 600. One of my things is naming groups of fans with gratuitous pausing. I came up with Pausination, which Jackson has continued to use, even though Alex clearly hates it. Um, <laughs> well, eventually something. I don't know. <laughs> this is such a stupid list. Two thousand years later. Edward Ned Leeds. Uh, his occupation as a criminal is a professional criminal, as a hobgoblin. <laughs> of uh, course. As Leeds, a reporter. Hmm. Um, he says, United States, no other alias. His birthplace, unrevealed. His place of death, Berlin, Germany. Uh, hmm. I wonder if it's West or East Berlin. No, he died in that scene in Civil War where Iron Man and Cap fought in Berlin. He just also died there. Okay, so more than... Okay, yes, that's exactly how it happened. His marital status? Married. Uh, Known relatives? Betty Brandt. Hmm. Leads his wife. Betty Brandt. Wait, he married Betty Brandt? Yeah, Betty Betty Brandt, yeah. Um... Group affiliation, Ally of the Rose, who we did talk about earlier. Listen to the Rose. Mm. And uh, Daily Bugle staff member. And uh, he first appeared as Leeds in Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 18. And I'm going to send this over to you. Oh no, is it Boots again? No, it's not. There's no Boots. Okay. So, to set the... to kind of set you guys up a little bit, uh, we have. Oh, did you get the cover? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, you know, with the web and stuff on front. Like we have a lot of words on this. It's like only, uh, only Mighty Marvel would dare to tell uh, to attempt such a tale. The end of Spider-Man. The story you're never expected to read. Yeah, the one in which the villain isn't on the cover. Well, technically, yes, he is. It's the Sandman. Well, yeah. Well, at this point, he was bad. Um, and this came out. And this came out in November, November nineteen sixty-four, uh, issue number eighteen, the end of Spider-Man. Um, and uh, why does Spidey cringe and a helpless? Fear as an evil Sandman stalks the city streets. Be prepared for countless surprises as this great, dramatic, offbeat epi- issue. So, I think I was... So, now actually, you know what? This makes sense why it was, uh... Had a lot of stuff. It was in the 64. So they still would have been trying to sell Spider-Man pretty hardcore. It looks more like a modern cover, though. He, his final appearance was amazing. Oh, well, sorry. Um, Spider-Man versus Wolverine issue number one, and as a flashback in Amazing Spider-Man two eighty nine. Hmm. 
And you get his uh, origin in Amazing Spider-Man 289 as well. Hmm. So. So, Edward Leeds was a reporter for the New York Daily Bugle who married Betty Brandt, the secretary to Bugle publisher J. Jonah Jameson. Betty's brother, Bennett Brandt, had become involved with the criminal Dr. Octopus and had died during a clash between Octopus and the and and uh the Spider-Man. Uh Betty unjustly held Spider-Man responsible for her brother's death. Unknown to her, the blah 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 blah. Uh Peter Parker, she was actually in love with Peter Parker at one time. Uh, even mm-hmm. after her marriage to Leeds, Betty would suffer anguish whenever she thought of her brother and would continually have nightmares about Spider-Man. Ned Leeds, who also blamed Spider-Man for Bennett's Brant's death, hoped to find a way to rid the world of Spider-Man in retribution. Ooh. Years after Leed married a Brant, a, a bank robber George Hill, flanked from pursuit of Spider-Man, stumbled across a hidden layer of the late Norman Osborn, who led a criminal career as one of Spider-Man's greatest enemies. The, ori- uh, the original Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. This hideout contained one of Goblin's costumes, much of his weapon drain, uh, and equipment, and many of his notes and private journals. Realizing the value of what he could, uh, of what he had found, Hill contacted Leeds and led him there in return for the promise of future remunerations. Leeds and Hill removed everything of importance from the hideout and destroyed it by arson. Now I have a question for you: mm. Is it arson if you don't gain anything from it? Hmm. Yes. It- Final answer. Because I'm pretty sure arson means you're setting something, you're setting something on fire for the reward. Actually, no, it's just setting a fire on purpose. The property. Never mind. I I was I was wrong. I thought it was only a uh, only a thing that people did when they had insurance involved. Uh, Leeds then murdered Hill and set about looting uh, Osborne's other layers. Which locations he found in Osborne's uh, journals. I mean, journals. Uh, Leeds decided to use Osborne's equipment and knowledge to become the costume criminal known as the Hobgoblin. And as a Hobgoblin, he wore an altered, differently colored version of the original Green Goblin's costume. Realizing that Osborne's uh, old layers were systematically being looted. Spider-Man began tracking down the thief and found the Hobgoblin raiding another one of its hi- uh, another one of the hideouts. It was here where Hobgoblin and Spider-Man first clashed, and the Hobgoblin injured narrowly made his escape. Gob- Hobgoblin next hired criminals to steal chemicals stored in Osborne's manufacturing warehouse, which he had learned of one of uh, Osborne's journals, and would give him superhuman strength, such as Osborne himself alleged uh, had been alleged to, to have possessed. One of uh, Hobgoblin's criminal's underlings, Lefty Donovan, 
mix the chemical chemicals together. The mixture uh, mixture exploded and gave Don but gave Donovan superhuman strength. The hobgoblin hypnotized Donovan into going into action himself as a hobgoblin. Donovan as a hobgoblin, guys. Defeated and unmasked Spider-Man. But the true hobgoblin killed Donovan by taking remote control of a, the jet glider Donovan was riding and causing it to veer into a building at high speed, making it explode on collision. Hobgoblin's computers analyzed the effects of Osborne's solution, a chemical solution, on uh, Donovan's chemistry. Stating the results, the Hobgoblin therefore modified the chemical mixture so it did not explode. Which I feel is good. You know. Mm. Make mm-hmm. something that doesn't explode. I mean, unless you want to explode. I don't know. Close enough. And then, and then, like, he got, like, the super strength. The Hobgoblin subsequently attempted to blackmail various millionaire businessmen, including Triple J. With information that he learned from Osborne's journal. Uh, basically, uh, he threatened, uh, Norman, uh, he threatened Triple J, uh, with exposing that he was the reason why the Scorpion exists. Because he funded the Scorpion's transformation. Hmm. Because he wanted to, he really wanted to get that Spider-Man. Yeah, he wanted pictures of Spider-Man. Well, he also wanted him dead. Right, pictures of dead Spider-Man. Pictures of dead Spider-Man is, I guess, one thing you can have. Um, Hobgoblin also revealed to Osborne's son, Harry, that Norman Osborne was the original Green Goblin. A fact that Harry, who previously... A fact that that Harry previously known, but forgotten about due to amnesia. Which is convenient. Um... In a clash between Spider-Man and the Hobgoblin, soon after, in one of the former's former's uh, lair, Osborne's journal was burnt up, destroying the evidence that the Goblin was using uh, for his uh, blackmail schemes. Mm. Hobgoblin um, didn't make any copies. Thus, <coughs> if Osborne had written down Spider-Man's true identity, which he knew. Uh, the Hobgoblin never read the section. So basically, he never read all of the stuff. Like, he was just like, oh, this is convenient. I get it. He didn't do the homework, which we've all the been there. Yeah, he did, you know, he he didn't do the homework. He uh, sparked notes to Norman Osborne's notes. So yeah, he worked with the Rose. He worked with uh, Jack O'Lantern. I'm getting bored of this. Okay, I'm going to get to his... I'm just going to get to his death. So Ned leaves, left for Berlin on assignment for the Daily Bugle, and took Peter Parker with him to act as his photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcendell hired the evil assassin known as the Foreigner to kill the Hobgoblin. The Foreigner discovered Hobgoblin's true identity. He had his men ambush leads in Berlin. When the mm-hmm. assassins confronted him, Leed was wearing his hobgoblin costume, except for his mask. The then the foreign, uh, but the foreigners' men overpowered Leeds. Ironically, Leeds' last word was a qu- cry to help for Spi- to Spider-Man for help, even though he had no reason to think Spider-Man was nearby. Uh, I mean, 
I don't know. I don't think it's ironic. I think he was in a Spider-Man book mm. with Peter Parker. Um, well, yeah, then who cares? I mean, he's the only Spider-Man. There's not a whole multiverse of Spider-Men out there. Well, at, th- at this point, there <laughs> would have been, like, one Spider-Man. Uh, so, yeah, he he was strangled. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. like He, he was did. strangled. I don't know. I got bored. Oh, he just... He's he's a shorty though. So he's five one, apparently. Just, unless they mm-hmm. unless they messed up. Just a quick five one. Just a quick fun fact. Two issues after the introduction of Ned Leeds is the issue in which J. Jonah Jameson funds the creation of the Scorpion. I really don't care anything about the Hobgoblin, and I, I never don't have. Either, to be honest, I never have cared about the Hobgoblin, and I especially not, don't care about this. He's not important, <laughs> and honestly, we peaked with the Nom to Goblin, so like, we probably should just um, ended the episode there. No, he has like all the Hobgoblin. He has all the Green Goblin. Oh, stuff. cool! Like, yeah, cool, cool. interesting. We did he's, it. He's Fun. as strong as Spider-Man because he can do ten tons. Cool. Get back Rad. to me when we're at the like the mob of religious goblin. Whatever. Like. Okay. Well, let's get to something else. I don't feel like doing anything. I'm bored. So plugs. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I have a, a couple podcasts currently. Uh, me and. My friend uh, Jackson Eflin, we have a podcast called A Study in Granada where we watch the 1980s Granada television, Sherlock Holmes television show. Uh, we read the stories by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and we talk about them. Uh, you can find us everywhere online, uh, all of the podcast apps, everything like that right now. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at in underscore Granada, G-R-A-N-A-D-A. Uh, we are about to wrap up season three, uh, in which you should hear soon, as you're hearing this here, Jesse, on our episode for The Man with the Twisted Lip, which we recorded some time ago. Uh, it's a doozy of an episode because I had to leave halfway through. And as I understand it, there was an extra hour on top of the hour we'd already spent recording talking about gay subtext and or forcing that into the story, which is Fine. I haven't heard the edit yet, so I can't vouch for the quality. But we did talk a lot about uh, about uh, Sherlock like sensually wringing uh, the water out of a, a gigantic sponge. Yes, there was a lot of discussion about Sherlock Holmes very sexually cleaning a man with a sponge, cleaning a man's face with a sponge. I should say it was very tender. Um. um an awakened thing I also, I didn't know about. Um, I am also part of a second podcast called The Equalizers, where myself and my co-host Madison Jones take films that never got a sequel. Either the movies are too good and they don't need a sequel, or they're too bad and they don't deserve one. And we come up with ideas for the sequels for them. Uh, you can find us everywhere online by searching The Equalizers. We, of course, spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Uh, Jesse has been on the show for a sequel to A Troll in Central Park, and it's yep. pretty, it gets wild. I uh, made it about eco-terrorism. It's, let's, you know, let's, well, hold on. Let's be fair. We made it about eco-terrorism, because you came in with about one and a half acts okay. worth of plot. I came I came in with the beginning and like the half of an ending, okay? I knew that there was going to be eco-terrorism involved. That's, I'm just saying... <laughs> 
you came in with one and a half acts of a movie, and we made it. We 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 got there. It's it's a wild ride. Um, Jesse then did make us listen or watch, I should say, the pest, which is the yeah. worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. And um, at one point, uh, was one of the few D, uh, one of the few v, uh, VHSs I had, and was one of the only examples of Hispanics on TV that I had for a long time. I mean, listen, yeah, see, nobody messes with the frog. See, that's all I have to say about the pest right now. They, uh, let's just say there's some extremely heinously racist stuff in the first two minutes. Oh, uh, it <laughs> is. I mean, that movie is so horrible it is like there's a moment in the movie and we talk about this in the episode where it is clear john leguizamo is doing this racism on purpose just so he his character gets to look at somebody else and give basically the equivalent of what do you mean you people like it is hey wouldn't it be hilarious if this very racist character got to be like hey you're being racist right now that's funny it's not it's a bad movie and i still hate you for making me watch it uh, you Even know. if it did springboard me into the plot I needed for the Avengers. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's whatever. Uh, so, I don't feel like doing my plugs. Uh, Hobgoblin does not deserve the time that we give it him. I've always thought Hobgoblin... Yeah. He's in the bottom, kind of OK Crusader bottom 10. Yeah. He's, he's not great. <laughs> I don't I mean, like have Hobgoblin. to at this point, because that shit doesn't exist anymore, so we have to carry on the torch. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah. Uh, bye. Bye.